Steph Page, Executive Director here at Stories Foundation. Early in 2021, we decided to do a series on our social media, on Facebook and Instagram, that talked about how culture change is a strategy to fight against human trafficking. We did a series of short videos and Q&A type things in a group on Facebook and awareness on Instagram, all around the idea that there are small things that we can do in the places where we already have influence to change culture and see trafficking decrease in our communities. We really, really believe that your story matters in the fight against injustice and against human trafficking and exploitation. And when you see the value of your story in the places where you have influence, and when you do small things, like become more aware, like you do here by listening to this podcast, then together we will see stories of injustice change. We will see stories of human trafficking and sexual exploitation decrease in our communities. Thanks so much for listening to The Culture Change series on the Connecting Our Stories podcast. Hey, Friends of Stories Foundation, Steph Page here, and I'm coming at you this week with topic number four in our Culture Change series. And I missed a couple of weeks. I had a crazy last couple of weeks. Personally, we moved and um, then I was under the weather. And so I hope you'll forgive me for missing a couple of weeks of our culture change series here on Facebook. But this is topic number four. And uh, you can go back on the Facebook page here and you can see all the topics previous to um, this one. And we're talking about how we can be a part of changing the cult- a culture that allows for trafficking and exploitation. And as Stories Foundation, we believe so strongly that your story matters and that when you confidently live your story and share it with others, that you're part of um, changing the stories of injustice around us. And so that's why it's so important to see how how we live our stories really does affect the culture around us. And um, when we choose to love our stories in a way that affects change in the culture around us, then we start to um, change the norms that have allowed for trafficking and exploitation. So this week is um, the topic is purposeful purchasing. And I love this topic because we don't realize, I think, the power that we have as consumers and the power that we have to um, initiate change when it comes to how things are made or when it comes to what um, companies we support with our dollars. And I think we can get in habits, we all do, of you know where we shop and what we buy and what we eat and what what companies we like and all of those things. And that's not bad. There's nothing wrong with that. But I want to challenge you today to be intentional um, and do some research. Uh, be intentional about where you shop. Start to be intentional about the companies and the businesses that you support, because it really matters where we spend our dollars as consumers. We really get to drive um, the industry. So something that I think doesn't get a lot of press when we talk about human trafficking is labor trafficking. Labor trafficking is a huge part of the $150 billion industry of human trafficking. Labor trafficking is when someone is exploited for their labor, and it happens in the United States as well as in other countries. And the way labor trafficking might affect me 
is that the products that I purchase, like my really cute earrings I'm wearing today, I could buy earrings at Target and I really wouldn't have any idea who made them, how many factories they're in, who touched them, um, if they were paid a livable wage where they live, uh, if they are treated fairly with their work conditions, if they're overworked, um, any of those things, if their children had to be with them while they're working and it was dangerous or unsafe. I don't know any of those things, but these earrings are from Noonday Collection and Noonday Collection works with artisans, artisan businesses all over the world. And these artisan businesses are taking care of their employees and they are treating them fairly and they're getting paid a livable wage. And so I, instead of not having any idea about who made these earrings, I actually know a lot about who made these earrings and where they came from. And it's, um, I get to be connected to the story of the person who made the item. When I first learned about labor trafficking, I really, I think I thought that like most of our products were made by machines and factories. I honestly was naive enough or ignorant enough that I just didn't think about the people behind the products. And the reality is, is there's always a person behind the products that we purchase. And whether that person is treated equitably, whether that person is treated fairly and with um, honor as a human being really depends on, um, you know, the company and and, and the work they've done to research where, um, wh- how those factories are uh, treating their employees and if there are any um, safeguards or um, any, uh, I'm trying to structure around creating a safe environment and livable wage and all of those things. So you will really be able to tell if a company that you love is making an effort to do that research and be intentional with the people they employ or the factories that they work with um, by looking on their website. You know, we live in a world where people, consumers are starting to care about the way that the products they buy were made. And so if you go on a website and you scroll down to the bottom and you look at, um, you know, their employment or, um, you know, if it's a socially uh, conscious, you know, company, or it'll say if they care about their employees, and if they're making an effort to make sure they work with um, factories that are treating people with honor and respect and dignity, they're going to tell you about what they're doing to do that. So that's the first way that we can be culture changers through what we purchase. And another way that we can be culture changers through what we purchase is by, um, really engaging and being intentional by uh, to purchase through companies that are doing good. So when I first, my mom and I first had this idea to start a cafe that would do good and raise funds to fight human trafficking and support nonprofits and support survivors and all of that, um, you know, social impact business wasn't trendy. Like it really wasn't a thing that people um, we're doing Tom's was an, was a pretty new company at that time, noonday collection and, and companies like that, Truth of hope, things like that. They were pretty new. Um, if, if they even existed at all, I don't know how old some of those are. Um, but they were new It was a new idea and, and people really didn't know about it. But today in like the last five or six years, um, B Corp's, which a B Corp is a benefit corporation. It's a business that has to do good with their profit. They are exploding. We have a lot of companies and a lot of businesses that are either um, do good companies like a B Corp. They're give back 
companies where they give back a percentage of their um, profit to 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 work. Like the mascara that I purchased gives 10% to women coming out of domestic violence situations. Um, so there are a lot of those companies. And then there's also companies or nonprofits, organizations like Stories, where um, the profit that is made goes back to support the mission of the organization. So I would just challenge you to start doing some research. You know, I was just shopping the other day on um, Orphan, the Orphan Outreach Marketplace and thinking, man, you know, we can be intentional with where we purchase our gifts for people. We can be intentional about um, where we purchase our, our makeup or our skincare. You know, we can be intentional about um, the companies that we support. And it really matters. You know, we would like to think that, or, or or often we believe the lie that just one person, like my choices, my few dollars, like I don't spend that much money, my choices don't matter. And that's just not true. Because when a whole bunch of us come together and we all choose intentionally uh, where our purchasing power or dollars should go, um, that's going to start to create a ripple effect. It's going to start to create a movement and we're going to see the difference. I'll just leave you with this. I often think about um, how when I was first a mom, so my oldest is 14, um, you know, I, we ate, I bought cereal, I bought fruit snacks, all the things, and nobody cared about high fructose corn syrup way back there. Um, nobody, nobody thought twice about high fructose corn syrup. And then there was a movement where all of a sudden, there was like this big revelation that high fructose corn syrup in our in our foods wasn't good for us, right? Like we shouldn't be consuming it. And the moms of the world raised their voices and they said, excuse me, maker of cereal and fruit snacks and all the things, we don't want high fructose corn syrup in our products that we eat. And so you know what happens now when you walk down the aisle at the grocery store? Anybody who knows, Right. It says no high fructose corn syrup on all the packaging because when the consumers speak, those who are producing the products, they have to listen because we are the ones that are purchasing. And so I just want to encourage you. I want to challenge you to maybe just, we like to say at Stories Foundation, just choose one thing, just one thing that you're going to buy in a way that's ethical or that you're going to research. Um, maybe you have a, a birthday coming up and you have to buy a present, you know, look at a company that is doing the work of making sure that the people who make the products that they, they have in their marketplace are being cared for and treated with honor and dignity and respect. You know, I would not, I would not ever be okay for my husband or for myself or for one of my kids or for someone I love to work. 14, 16 hours a day and make pennies and not be able to support themselves or support us or have food or whatever. That's not dignified. That's not honoring. There's no value in that. So why would I not do everything in my power? And it's not perfect. I don't buy everything fair trade. I'm not perfect, but do what I can to be intentional and pur purposeful with my purchasing so that I can share that value and that honor I have for those who are mine with those who are on the other end of the world. And when we do that, we start to change culture. One last thing, labor trafficking is connected to sex trafficking because when you have a vulnerability of not having a job that is dignified, you are more vulnerable to be exploited for sex. So when we are intentional, we research 
the companies that we love, we keep them accountable, we write to them, we let them know that we care about how um, the factories are being run, we care about how, who, how they who they employ are being treated, and we make some inquiries. When we do that work, we are covering vulnerabilities and we are fighting against both labor and sex trafficking and sexual exploitation. So we can be culture changers and we can do it through what we purchase. And honestly, when I first started to learn about labor trafficking, I learned about labor trafficking after I learned about sex trafficking. It was very convicting for me because I love to shop and I love to get a deal. When I realized that my deal was connected to someone else, another human being on the other end of the world, that was so that was a sobering thought for me. And I can rearrange my budget and I can sacrifice some of my comfort so that I can be more intentional with my dollars and I can I can better um I can better support the kind of environment I want this world to be. An environment, a work environment where people are valued and they are honored for the dignity that they bring and the work that they do. So be a culture changer this week, you all. Thanks so much for being here. Choose to be a purposeful purchaser. You can start small. That is the best way to start. Just research one thing. Um, you could actually, one last thing, action step. If you want to go check out our hive box at storiesfoundation.org, grab one for yourself. With that comes a list of places you can begin to shop where you can be intentional purchasers. And it gives you some more information on labor trafficking if you want to learn more. Thanks, you guys. We'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you.